The Flowcast is brought to you by the San Francisco Salt Company. They can be found at sfsalt.com or can be reached at 800-480-4540. They offer many different varieties of salt uh, for baths, spas, chef salt. They have a new uh, black truffle salt that sounds amazing. Um, but obviously our number one interest would be Epsom salts. Uh, they offer a few different varieties of Epsom salts, but all of them are USP approved, uh, and, uh, pharmaceutical grade. Um, one of them is made overseas in China. One of them is made here in America. The one that's made overseas is a little bit cheaper, uh, the one here in the United States, but, bo- but like I said, both are guaranteed, uh, to be pharmaceutical grade and are quality Epsom salts. Um, but if you're looking to save a little bit of money, you can buy the one that's made overseas, um, and you can cut a few dollars off your costs. Um, they are based in San Francisco, but they also have a shipping port, uh, shipping point out of, uh, I think out of North Carolina, somewhere on the East Coast here. Uh, so shipping wise, you know, you don't get hammered because they have two different spots they can, they can choose to, to send it to you from. So, uh, definitely check them out. They're at sfsalt.com, uh, 800-480-4540. We are also uh, sponsored by FlotationLocations.com, and they are the industry's hub as far as finding a float center, owning, you know, if you're a manufacturer, you want to team up with them and try and get the word out there about your tank, you team up with them, and they'll they'll help you get found. Um, They have an amazing map that's an interactive map that's upgraded all the time upgraded and updated all the time uh, and what you do is you go in there you put in your zip code or your city your state and it finds a float center near you uh, so if you want to go and float uh, and you want to check out a place to do it you can go on there and find one very very easily uh, they also have an amazing program called the float saver which is if you find a float center and you're like you know what i want to go check out that place you can buy a, a package right on right there through their website and uh, you can float for less, and it's great because it works out for everybody. It gets you in there sooner, and uh, it helps you helps you find the place. So definitely check them out. They can be found at flotationlocations.com. Hey, what up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode number 39 of the Floatcast, a podcast all about floating, float tanks, isolation tanks, float tents, however you want to refer to them. Right now we're hanging out with uh, the designer and creator of the float tent, uh, Mr. Shane Stott. And uh, he's recently a uh, an author. So what's going on, Shane? How are you? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm I'm a little tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, you know, more bigger bigger than being a uh, an author is he's recently a father, a very recently father at that. Yeah, two weeks ago Monday, so the the twentieth of July, I became a dad, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> a little little dude named Grayson. We love him so much, and. It's crazy how bonded we are already, but I, we have not been sleeping. Is how I'll put it <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's they're immediately. Uh, he's immediately the boss of the house and uh, dictates all as far as sleep goes. And, and oh my god, yeah. And and you can try and you know my wife and I try the old. We'll take turns. And one night you have this, and then one night I'll do this. And it just we both ended up waking up, and we both were miserable. And but you know, it's weird because now I think about it, and it kind of just. It's not like it didn't happen, but it, it you know kind of went by really fast as far as I remember it goes. So I think your brain kind of like forces it out of your memory. It doesn't let you download it permanently, you know. I've heard that. I heard it's like a two months blur, and then you forget about the bad stuff, and your yeah. life is good. Yeah, there's that commercial that that shows like the progression of parents when they you know have the kid, and then he's growing up, and then at the end they're all happy because they're having another one. But the whole 
most of the commercials them like upset with each other and not sleeping and miserable and but you know <laughs> you forget about it all because it, it is so awesome it really is thank god we're designed that way it is so awesome it's crazy how much we we just fell in love with him we just i've never felt that before yeah and and it's it's an instant thing. It's not something you have to like, you know, I think I kind of love this person. It's like, <laughs> wow, there he is. I, I love him with everything I have and nothing I did before. This really matters. <laughs> it's that big a deal. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about your book, man. It's fantastic. What, uh, you know, it, you, you have a long history of, of being involved in a floating, you know, industry and just, you know, community in general. And and now you're you have this book out, which is amazing. Um, a lot of the people, I'd say the most, the biggest question that I'm asked as, as a float center owner is, what are the benefits of it, dude? And why that, why do people do it? That's that's how the book happened. Is like, uh, I I mean, with the float with the float company, I was always going around running into people, or people were asking me about floating. And the first thing I would go is like, well, you know, what are you dealing with? Are you dealing with stress? Are you dealing with anxiety? Do you want relaxation? Are you optimization? There's so many avenues. And I was like, I wish there was just like a place I could point them, you know, and I, I'd point them to YouTube and I'd point them to different like sites and, and it worked, it helped. But I was like, there needs to be a book that just goes over all the benefits easily in like a quick read. Um, and, and I just wrote the book I wished existed. That's awesome, man. It really, and thank you very much for doing it as, as an owner. Thank you very much because a lot of times what I'll, I, I'll kind of, I'll start to say a few of the benefits like, oh, well, it's very, very good for stress. It helps athletes recover from, from workouts. It helps people recover from injuries and, and just, you know, it helps people focus at work and people looking at me like cross-eyed and like with their head tilted. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, listen, I'm like, I know it sounds like snake oil but it's legit. I'm like, do any research. I'm like, put in your, your issue and then put comma floating or float tank therapy mm -hmm. um, and see if something comes up. And I bet you something does. I bet you there's some sort of something written up about it somewhere. But a lot of people will be like, yeah, okay. And then that's it. It won't, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you, it's floating really is so beneficial that if you start covering all the aspects, the person's like, well, you know, it covers too much. But then if, if you kind of specify, if you know what they would be interested in, then it's totally, they get very interested. We did a, like a fibromyalgia fundraiser. We were part of, my friend's daughter has fibromyalgia, or not fibromyalgia, excuse me, uh, cystic fibrosis. Okay. So we were doing a fundraiser and we had a tent set up and people would come in and it was like, we, I wish I would have had people categorized. Is it, are they here for physical? Is it mental? Is it relaxation? And, and this is why I was kind of crafting the book and. It's just, if they know where to look, they can find it. Otherwise, it's just a big blur of stuff. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think that your first question is probably a good way to go about it, which is, you know, what's your ailment? What's, what, what are you dealing with? Because then you actually know how to address it. Because if they're dealing with stress and then you start sitting there talking about the, the Epsom salt and how it's good for your bones and your muscles and your joints, and they're yeah. looking at you like, well, I don't care about that. I'm stressed. But, yeah. But, but if you know what they're dealing with going, going in, then you have a lot better, uh, yeah. So some, I, I'm sure you know this. There's a lot of people like our core audience, and and the most people I've connected with are like spiritual explorers. They're like the mind astronauts, you know. Yeah. Um, but Absolutely. then there's a lot of people who are like that stuff totally does not interest me. But you know, relaxation therapy, um, all the stuff that interests me, and so it's weird. You almost have to like figure out what they're about right off right off the bat. Yeah, and it's really 
it's funny you say that. Not only are some people not interested in it, some people are actually like turned off by it. Oh yeah, we uh, turned some people off with that. Yeah, and it's it's a very very fine line. Like my, uh, you know, it's, it's it's tough dealing with things that you'd want to have on display in your center because they look nice versus things that are there because maybe you think they have some sort of function, like maybe crystals or something like that. Or you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people are into that. Um, even things as as mild as like essential oils that you have like for sale. Like some people are like, oh, you guys sell that kind of stuff. What do you think that stuff does for you? And it's like, well, just. We don't even have it for sale. We have it there because we have uh, an ionizer, and we put a couple drops in the ionizer, and it, and it sprays like into the air, and it smells nice, and it actually good it is good for you. Yeah. Um, but some people are just like, oh, okay, and they kind of like get like a little, a little look, and it's like, oh, it's just a, it's a little bottle. Of- <laughs> it's just oil, man. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, it's just oil. Like, okay, I'll just, I'll keep it in the drawer from now on. I guess that's how it's gonna be. That's fine. <laughs> Crystals at home, oil in the drawer. There, yeah, I got it. <laughs> but. uh it, it it is pretty interesting how some people can kind of be a little bit judgmental about that stuff rather than just be like, oh okay, I'm not really into that, but you know, have at it. Yeah. Whereas the open-minded people, um, excuse me, I don't I don't mean that the way it sounded. Whereas the other kind of people that are into that kind of thing, I don't think it really would be turned off by anything. They wouldn't be upset if I didn't have it. They would just be happy if I did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now there's some people I think who have a giant category of like like a hippie, um, all natural. Eastern, whatever that is. What are you a vegan or something? (laughs) It's like they they automatically categorize and discount it from the second it appears. Yeah, but yeah, almost like from that point on, everything you say is going to have a, you know, you're a hippie. Yeah, a hippie filter over it, right over everything you say. Yeah, you don't want the hippie filter, and it's like, but you want this person to know that there's these huge benefits that are like scientifically backed that it can help them, and that, that was that was part of the thing with the book is I was trying to keep all the pieces relevant and like for instance i'm just looking at the back it's like stress relief improved sleep anxiety panic ptsd depression chronic pain spiritual exploration recovery from injury athletic performance like how do you cover all that quickly right that's that's a lot of stuff and you don't want to turn anyone off so yeah it's been it's been a process yeah and it's definitely a lot of times what i've been doing you know whether consciously or unconsciously, like when I talk to people about floating, um, you know, people that are asking me about it for the first time, like I'll kind of focus on what I think is going on with them. Although now I may word it differently because what you just said, I might take the cue from you and kind of slow it out differently. Um, but I, I, up till now, I've been kind of like going along with what I think their their deal is. And like, and listen, by the way, when you come out, you're going to feel super relaxed and it's going to last for days. It's not something that's going to fade away in, in, in a couple of hours and you're going to be like all stressed again when somebody cuts you off. You're yeah. going to be like, oh, wow, like I cut me off. I guess he's in a rush. You know, yeah. have a good day. You're going to sleep better. It's yeah. Like no matter what, pretty much. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, some things I'll even just point out after their float. I'll be like, oh, so, you know, not yo, <laughs> but I'll be like, uh, so, you know, you notice your hair feels nice and soft and like your skin feels soft. I'm like, by the way, you know, you're going to sleep like a stone tonight and you're going to wake up tomorrow feeling great, ready to take on the day. And they're like, oh yeah. All right, cool. And like, it's, I think it's better sometimes to mention things after it rather than before it, you know? Yeah, and, and that's another thing that messes up floats is expectations. So it's like, how do you write a whole book on what to expect, but then tell people not to expect anything? Yeah, and and well, not to mention it's it's something that's kind of like a very personal experience for a yeah. lot of for a lot of people. Some people go in and, and very well, very few people go in and don't have that experience. They kind of just have 
a floating water and they get out and they're like, all right, that was cool. Goodbye. But most people have some sort of personal experience in there. Dude, that was, that was one of the big parts of the book is so I wanted to address spiritual exploration mm-hmm. because um, the majority of our, you know, people who have bought like float tanks, they, they go, they're interested in spiritual exploration. That's number one thing. And as I was getting ready to write that piece, I realized I'm like, there is seriously an infinite number of spiritually like spiritual things you could pursue in a tank or whatever that means to you. If it's religious, spiritual, universal, endless. So I ended up just writing a bit on how the float tank makes you very unhuman. It gets rid of everything that makes you a human. So when you wake up, you know, the lights in your eyes, the sounds in your ears, the you're interacting with the world, things are buzzing and beeping. That's all like a human experience. But in a tank it takes, gets rid of that human element and that's when you can go spiritually explore. But how would you explain what spiritual exploration is to someone? Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And just, and just like you said, whether it be <clears> – it <throat> doesn't have to be <clears> – <throat> excuse me. <clears throat> doesn't have to be religious or, or um, you know, it could be anything. It could be, it could be work-related, as weird as that sounds. But if it's a personal thing for you um, that's deep and, and something that, that's, you know – out of it on your mind or, or whatever it is like that's that's your float that's your personal that's you you know i couldn't explain that to you because that that's you i i talk about that as like for me uh spiritual floating is alignment with the universe and and i don't attribute it to i'm not religious i don't attribute it to god or any belief system but what i do feel is like when i'm in a tank i feel like i'm i'm in line uh, how would i put it i ideas and things come to me and life makes me uh-uh. All right. Hey, sorry about that, guys. You lost Shane for a second. Um, Shane, you were saying like for you, as far as spirituality goes, and yeah. So I, in the book, I didn't want to try and like take on fifty different spiritual types of floats, but I, I was saying for me, it makes me feel very unhuman when I'm in a float tank. It gets rid of all the things that make me have a human experience. You know, I don't see my body, I don't feel things, I don't hear things. And so that's one of the starting places. Is you're not you're taking away the human element. But then for me, um, what spiritual floating was for me is alignment with the universe. So when I'm in the float tank, it feels like um, ideas. I have bigger ideas that come to me. I feel more at peace with myself. Things make more sense. Life's more calm and everything just falls in alignment with, I would say like what the universe wants of me. So that's my spiritual floating, but that's could be totally irrelevant to some people. So that's kind of what I was explaining. Yeah. It's uh I, I think I go through different different kind of like phases, I guess you could say, or like, you know, or I guess when I'm at different places in my life, I'm, I'm thinking about different things. You know, as, as I recently expanded and got a different center, now I find that a lot of times I'm in the tank, I'm floating myself, I'm, I'm thinking about that place and how to do things and, you know, changes I want to make or things I want to keep or, or you know, whatever. Um but I try to like block it off. I try to block it out, but I can't. Um, and then I kind of just let go and kind of let let it come in. And then I find myself almost like walking through the center and looking in different rooms and looking up and down. And, and it's almost like I'm there, like I'm in in the center, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it to be very, very. It is definitely very. When I come out of it, it's like wow. I feel like I was there. I definitely figured some things out. I definitely, for me, that was that was what I needed to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's powerful. Whereas there are sometimes I go in there and I think about old old things I did, 
you know, when I was a kid and, and family related things. And it's, it's almost like everyone is, I don't want to say everyone is different. Um, but no, every, everyone is that's, different. I will say that's that. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're all the same as far as they're all great, but they're all different as far as where I go kind of spiritually. Yeah. I, I find that like, I've mentioned this a few times, but I either go in and sometimes it's like meditative and feeling and not thinking. And then sometimes it's all thinking. And then sometimes it's like, sometimes it's, you know, thinking of the daily matters, weekly matters. And then sometimes it's this giant deep life thought. And that feels like very spiritual for me. Like what's the point of all this, you know? Yeah. So, man, there's a million avenues to go when you're in the tank. Yeah. And it's really, I couldn't imagine trying to have the, it's hard enough to even talk about it like you and I trying to do right now, right. let alone write it down anywhere? on a piece of paper for somebody to read. <laughs> yeah, um, I just went into what everyone can expect, and that's to feel very unhuman in a float tank. Yeah. It, and which that's is, the starting point of a spiritual float. So. Yeah, which is pretty accurate. I mean, uh, you definitely do, you know, you kind of, if you let go enough, you can, you can get there and you're just, you're, you're just brain, you know, <laughs> you're just your, your mind and that's it. Seriously. Yeah. So where did you, as far as like research goes and like, well, you got all the information and was it just tons of time spent reading books and various things online and reports and, and research and. Dude, it worked out so good. So I, I started out by writing my story of how I got into floating and that really was like uh, my panic, my anxiety, my, I've, I spent like calculating with this book. I spent like 500 plus hours in a therapist chair. I've been on probably a dozen medications so I, I like wrote down my story and how it happened and why it happened from what I thought. Um, and then while I was writing down the story, I happened to have a bunch of, you know, good float contacts. So I reached out to like Ashcon and Graham and I reached out to people I knew, um, especially like the scientist, Justin Feinstein's featured in the book. And uh, yeah, he's from uh, I, the L'Oreal Brain Institute, right? Yeah. L'Oreal yeah, Institute I mean, for Brain Research, is that it? Yeah, he's got to be the leading researcher right now out there doing that stuff. But I, what I end up doing is as I was writing the story, I started in January and I'd write two days a week for four hours a day. I would also pack in interviews and I did probably a dozen interviews there like an hour and I just asked every question you would want to ask of a float scientist. And then I would, I interviewed, you know, fibromyalgia sufferer. I interviewed an ultra marathon runner. I interviewed um, anxiety people, a PTSD war vet. And then out of all these interviews, took those, got the transcripts, got my story and then put it into like one concise story that covers the physical, the mental, my story. And it's, it's actually, it's pretty, it's really enjoyable. I know it's my book. So of course I would say, Oh, it's a good book, but I really think it is a pretty good book. That's awesome, man. I'm I, so, I, so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. And thank you so much. Cause I mean, it, seriously, the industry definitely needed something like that. A, uh, almost like a definitive, something you can hold your hand and say, look, Check this out. It's funny. The uh, the editor I work with, her name's Amy Anderson, and she very much took all my just brain spew and put it in a nice polished story. But when we were starting this book, she's like, I promise you the, the joy will be yours. Like she's like, the book, people will like it. You know, it's going to be a great, you know, tool for the industry, service for the industry. She says, but you're going to end up loving it when you're done with it. And it was so true because I, I got to put my story out and see it and read it. And then I got to understand floating so much better and through the stories of the people and the scientists it was like it really was my joy it was great it was amazing it was a great process and yeah. I, in fact i recommend anyone if, if even if it's not like a book if it's journaling stuff gets lost in time so i recommend doing journaling your your stories and your feelings before they get lost 
I think that uh, <clears throat> not, it's it's weird. Not only did they get lost, like they they almost they lose impact too. Yeah, and but some of it gets absorbed, and uh, you know I think that writing it down or even just talking about it or, or however you're going to do it, getting it out, it does does that. It gets it out, you know, and it kind of def- definitely frees. I'm sure there were some things that you wrote down, and after you wrote it down, you probably like. I'm sure there are numerous times that you wrote a sentence and you wrote down a period, and at the end of the sentence, you were like, "Huh, like that was there." It, it was is. Almost, it was actually really therapeutic to put out. Like, I, I think it was like with the help of floating, I've just gotten really comfortable with you know me, myself, my story, what I've been through. But it was really therapeutic to put it out there. Like, I freaked out. I lost my shit. I went through anxiety and panic. I wound up in like a Scientologist church doing weird therapy um holy really yeah dude i when when i really lost my brain i was in la and i was by myself and there was a billboard and it was kind of like save yourself type billboard and i just stumbled in there one morning um actually it was like a lunch and i needed help dude i was like to the point of tears like i was breaking i i I, I was i knew in my mind i knew i had gone crazy that was my ultimate fear okay Uh, i talk i talk about in the book but my uncle was schizophrenic um and he when he's 18 his whole life changed and his life was just turned into nothing um like it was so sad and my family always told me the story so growing up i was i had this thing in the back of my mind i'm like what if that happens to me you know he was normal and then he went schizophrenic and his whole life kind of collapsed and so when i was going through my anxiety and panic i was believing that i was going crazy so i i wound up at that scientologist church they showed me a video and it was like, if you don't save yourself now, you're going to burn in hell. And, and they really showed me a video of like a guy burn, not, not a guy burning, but it was like a guy in hell. And it was, it felt like I was like a Disneyland ride. You know, I'm and not going to lie to you. I didn't know that, that <clears throat> I didn't know that Scientolo- Scientologists believed in hell. Like I didn't know that that was a, I, I mean, not that a lot of people know a lot about Scientology. I'm sure I'm not the only one on here, but uh, I didn't know that. I thought that, I, I don't know what I thought. I thought like they thought, I thought that they believed the spaceship came down and picked everybody up and then flew away. I don't know if it's hell. I remember it was it was I don't know if they called it hell, but it was like save yourself from eternal darkness and oh. da, 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 da. And I remember being like, This is scaring me more than if I wouldn't have come. Um and when I wrote the book, they uh, I had a Jeez. couple of people they're like, dude, you shouldn't you shouldn't rag on Scientology and I'm like Why? They're gonna come and yeah. get you? Well, <laughs> I don't know. So for, my thing is I, I don't want to like rag on religions because i don't fully understand scientology and it might do great things for people you know but my experience okay. was right. their therapy freaked me out man all right uh, i'm with but, you but what if i was just in a bad place and it had nothing to do with them so i apologize if that's the case but man i, I went through this therapy um in a day with them where I, I went over my memories until they like totally burned out and i went home exhausted and then the next day i woke up and and the anxiety and the panic was worse and i don't know how we got on this total tangent but uh-huh. telling this telling my story and telling this like stuff that happened to me was so therapeutic to just get it out there and be like oh that was weird it's uh yeah absolutely and it's really going back to what you just said about like uh you, you don't mean to diss it because like if it helps people that's good i i kind of changed my opinion i didn't i i you know, probably like five years ago, I don't know, four or five years ago, I didn't think like that. I thought like, that's weird. Like, I don't get it. Like, that's weird. Whatever. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of just like, all right, it's a little weird. But like, if it's helping you, then God bless yeah. you. You know, if you know, pe- even if it's people- just a, a mental thing and it's it's not even doing anything at all physically, it's all mental, but that's helping you. Like, great. Like, God bless you. That's even better. That's, that's how I am. So honestly, if there's Scientologists out there where it's working for them, I apologize. But for me, it was not a good fit, you know? 
Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but it, it freaked me out. And, uh, but there's probably people who are like floaters. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you, so, you do, you do what? And yes, I would give them. It is a little weird, but it's, uh, scientifically becoming very very irrelevant therapy nowadays so yeah one thing i've i've noticed um because you know obviously a lot of the people that i talk to are people that are in my specific area i'm still i have a few other jobs i'm still running the sandwich shop for my father on sundays i just go in there and, and do a couple of things here and there and i still have a couple of nights a week bartending so i still Dude, you're see busy yeah i'm busy man uh, which is why i haven't really been doing a lot of podcasts you know i was, I was talking about it last time um it, it's it's easy to talk to uh it's easy to talk to people about it uh but it's hard to get them to really be like all right cool i want to come check it out well a lot of them will say that but a lot of them won't come um but i still do get a lot of people that are like wait you do what like what what am i supposed to do in there all right how long do i go in this thing 90 minutes like they're in shock when i tell them 90 minutes is the average flow time like, <laughs> with like, myself what, and my thoughts yeah like i don't i don't understand what you're talking about what do you mean 90 minutes and i'm just like it's, uh, and, and you know long island is a uh, long island is a very busy place and people have a lot of things to do and, and there are very few people that have disposable time um not oh, many yeah. with disposable income even fewer fewer with disposable time and not to say this this not to say this is disposable time um but I think that to get them in the first time, they'll look at it as, well, this is, you know, like going for a massage. I don't really need it, but it'll be nice. Yeah. But I think after one or two or three times, they'll be like, wow, I actually need this. So this is something I have to, I have to fit into my life. This isn't something I'd like to do. This is something I need to do and I'm going to do every month or every week or whatever it is. Um, but a lot of times I still will get that. I can't do it for 90 minutes. There's no way. I'll be out in 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll see you in an hour and a half. And 90% of the time, it. they stay the entire time and they come <laughs> out and they're blown away. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, uh, but it is hard to talk to people about it. But I think Dude. that this book is really going to help as far as, uh, number one, just educate people that run float centers. It's just so they have more, you know, they have more information at, at their at their disposal that they can read and absorb and then tell other people and share share with other people to get other people in tanks. And I think that's the biggest thing. Dude, the goal for this book, I mean, it's an it's an easy read. You can read it in two, three hours. It's like 140-something pages. It hits all the benefits. The, the introduction, the story, it just grabs you right away. And you could quickly flip to what pertains to you. So the, the goal of this book is I'm hoping that if someone is slightly interested, they'll be fully interested and they'll get into a center, you know? Man. Yeah. I might, uh, I might, I might read it and, and, and read it, and make like flashcards for my guys to go over so that they, they have like all, you know, all the information. It's, I, I hope that's the case. I, I, we will see. Um, it's like it, this book feels the same way that like the Kickstarter felt where it's like, I've done the work. I think it's good. Um, I've done everything I can possibly do to make it a quality thing. And now time will tell. So we will see, man. Maybe the book sucks. I don't know. No, I'm sure. I'm, I, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't read it as far as like start to finish, but I probably read uh, about twenty, twenty-five pages of it. I skipped around through certain, you know, different things. Mm -hmm. uh, and how I prefer books is uh, art. Is I prefer books that read like almost like conversations, like almost like you know, this is just I'm I'm sitting here talking to you about floating. This isn't like mm -hmm. you're gonna get all the facts. And you're gonna get what you need to know out of it, but it's not like an official read you know what i mean as far as, as like schoolwork or anything like that goes it just reads like a conversation would 
I totally uh, wanted it just casual, informative, and easy. So it is definitely that. Yeah, that's you definitely hit hit the goal, man, because it it's that. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how people take it. Yeah, so find out. when is the official release date of the book? Yeah, yeah, August eleventh. Okay. Yeah, and then the float conference is the what, fourteenth, fifteenth, or fifteenth, sixteenth. So yep. I'm actually I'm actually giving everyone a copy at the float conference because I mean those are the biggest enthusiasts, and if this book's gonna get traction, it's gonna be by the people at the conference. So wow, we'll man, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, one of what's crazy about it is so I I didn't want to just randomly throw a book in everyone's bag. I wanted it to have some personal element. So the books got here Friday, seven hundred books, and um, I decided I was gonna write a post-it for every book. And uh, I started writing them, and it turns out it takes like 45 seconds per post-it, but I just – I have like 20 left. I have the worst hand cramping. I wrote 500-plus Holy post-its. crap. <laughs> I know. And every, every post-it is like, I hope you enjoy. Um, if, if I could ask for anything, it would be an Amazon review of this book because that's how books get traction and get in front of new eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And so if every person who gets a book at least considers doing an Amazon review, it could be so valuable for me, even if, you know, half do a review, because then it, you, you get a niche, uh, like bestseller. And then people who are browsing holistic books stumble onto floating. And then people are walking in float centers who otherwise wouldn't have. So let me get this straight. Growing the ecosystem. You, uh, I don't know Shane. Sorry about that, guys. We uh, got cut out for a second. Uh, so let me get this straight, Shane. You started writing this book in January, and now is August 3rd, um, and you have all these copies on hand, and you wrote post-its for all of them, and you're going to deliver them to each member, uh, of uh, each person that goes to the Flow Conference. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. So all the books arrived Friday. I wrote post-its like you've never seen before uh, all weekend, <laughs> and I have like 20 more books left, and my hand hurts, and... It sucks, but I wanted it. I wanted it to be personal for everyone who got one. And so now today, I'm sending off these books to float on, and they're gonna stick them in everyone's conference bag. Wow, man, that is awesome. Yeah, because it felt. I mean, it just felt really impersonal. Like, hey, here's a book, you know, whatever. But I wanted to tell everyone a message, so I just did it. And I don't. Know. We'll see. Oh man, I can't I'm tell you right now. Everybody, everyone who goes there is gonna really appreciate that, especially the. Uh, the handwritten message part because that takes, you know, it's pain in the neck, man. I, I think I probably would, if I had that idea, which I don't know if I would have, I probably would have gotten like 15 to 16 of them done. And they'd be like, you know what? I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> my, hand, my hand hurts already. And I got how many more? How many hundred more? Oh, dude, I was up last night. Um, I was up last night till 3.30, partly with baby but just finishing like the last box and I've, I've got just a little bit more but i was like totally second guessing myself and then i'm like no if, if this is going to spread and floating is going to spread then this handwritten note may get an amazon review which will help this book get in front of you know people browsing holistic therapies and more people will be walking in centers so that was the goal and we will see i'll bet you that before the conference weekend is over you have 50 reviews dude that would be awesome i'll bet you you hear that, everybody? I want at least fifty. I mean, that's Please. that's lowballing it. Come on. Seriously, this book isn't about making money. This is about like building the ecosystem and getting floating in front of new eyeballs. And it, the way to do it, at least on Amazon, is getting a you know a niche bestseller so it can uh, it'll be featured when people are browsing books. Yeah, there's some across it, and I have to say, the cover is beautiful. The way the book book looks is beautiful. It looks very inviting. It looks very. Uh, 
you know, the color scheme works really well. It's you, you did a great job with it, man. Looks phenomenal. Oh, thank you. And that's it's very important. You know, you don't want to look. I mean, if you were to have an accurate book about floating, the whole book would just be black. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> yeah. on it at all, and it does not look very inviting. Uh, yeah. So, good job, you know, putting nice colors on it. Thanks, man. Yeah, you got it, brother. Uh, so, anything else you want to mention about the book? As far as you know, where where can people grab the book? You know, Amazon primarily. Yeah, yeah, we're getting on Amazon. You know, this week, so it'll be, by the time this airs, uh, it'll be on Amazon. Uh, the Kindle will be a lot more affordable than the book in hopes that you know people will just take the leap and you know purchase the kindle version and see if they're interested in floating mm-hmm. um, but the place to go if you go to the floattankcure.com um, i'm giving away a chapter and i've got like some of my some of the stuff i talk about in the book like i got the joe rogan video i'll have a lot of the content and stories pulled out of the book and that you can just read on the floattankcure.com so you can see what it's about and see if you're interested and also for for float center owners or people who want to spread floating, this might be the book because it's it, this is not a Zen project. This is a Shane project, and when you read it, you'll see. Like I talk about other tanks, I talk about where to go to find a float center. I talk about you need to go to a float center, and um, it's it's a it's just a book that helps the ecosystem. It's not a it's not a Shane or a Zen book. So I yeah, think, I think people really like. It. I think once people see the book, they'll totally trust it. They'll be like, oh, this really is just a float book. Yeah, it's not as you said. It's it's not really. Uh... You know, it's kind of the you know not to not to put myself in the same same league as you writing a book because that's amazing, <laughs> but you know, kind of the same idea with this podcast. Like, I didn't do this podcast to make money. I don't really make money on it. It actually costs me money. But you know what? I just do it because there there's there are people that have come in and said to me, "The only reason I'm here is because I stumbled across your podcast and listened to it and it sounded cool." I've actually had oh, some dude. people say that to me, and that's you know awesome. what? If just one person says that to me ever, it, it's absolutely worth it you know totally and the idea is just to get people into tanks it's not to make money it's just just spread the information around um and just get people into tanks that's it that's seriously that's the only reason there's no money to be made in books in my opinion and uh I, another thing i want to do is offer like if float centers want to buy this book in bulk i'm going to just totally discount it because this is this is what will get more people in their center so and that's one thing i was going to ask you about actually is you know because i'm definitely going to want to buy a good amount of them to have because it's you know yeah, I'm I, totally. I'm gonna. I'll make the price just as as low as I can go with it, and just so flow centers can stock them and get them out and get people back in. So that's amazing, man. Thank you so much. For sure. Seriously. So, anything else you want to mention about the book? Uh, another cool thing about the book. Um, so uh, Glenn and Lee Perry, the mm. you know the friends friends of John Lilly founders, the grandparents of this industry. Um, I talk about them and kind of how floating started with you know their story. So the book is like it's. It's just a, it's sweet, man. It's like even vetted by the the vets. <laughs> it's like it's endorsed by people. It's it's just all encompassing. So I I just want people to check it out because I think they'll really be they'll really enjoy it. Yeah, that's important. Having uh, you know, there are some mem- members of the, you know, of the industry that have, you know, kind of said some things and done some things that kind of like are like oh well, I, my stuff is the best and I don't care if they if it's the community agrees or not and it's like it shouldn't really be like that everybody should all agree on this and the fact that that the the veterans of the community is you know are, are kind of on board with this is very very important in my opinion because That's, you know they, they should be they're the ones who know the most about it they've been doing it the longest they've you know that's how I felt. I, I really wanted the blessing of you know the, the the founders of this industry to be like yes this is this is what this is in line with floating and what floating should be and I, I it just it feels good. It feels like I did. I got the blessing of 
everyone involved, the scientists, the founders, the stories. It's it's really solid. That's Dude, cool. that's another thing that's happening, and and it's it's not a, a big problem. But as the industry grows, there's people who are diving in that don't even care about floating. Mm-hmm. I noticed that at the last conference, there was a handful, not a handful. There's just you know a couple of companies that are like representing themselves, and I'm like, I don't know if you guys have ever even been in a float tank. <laughs> but yeah. but I you know it's you you seem like a very nice person and everything. But right, right, right. I hope I hope we keep a real strong like fundamentalist. I, I don't know. I just I but, want the industry to say real true to with the point sensory deprivation. Yeah, I you know what I, I the only avenue I I might see um like a big industry type thing might be like the manufacturing aspect of it. But as far as like running centers goes, I don't I think that it'll always stay kind of like grassroots like it is now, like a, a community close knit community. Like you know, I think there's like maybe a ten eight or ten float centers that are the within the uh, tri-state area of me and like i can name all of the owners by name like i know them all you know like um there's one guy that opened up recently somewhere that i haven't spoken to yet but pretty much everybody else i i know them by name and it's you know you don't see that you know dude it's crazy how like uh float centers will send their customers to another float center that's more convenient yeah i which i've done (laughs) i I, i've done it that's That's a cool industry. Other industries don't do that. Man, I had one guy who came from Jersey. I was like, Wait, did you come from Jersey to, for, for this? He's like, yeah. I'm like, listen, man, I really appreciate it. And I'm going to give you a great float right now. I'm actually going to give you some extra time. But you don't have to do that, man. There's no bridges involved. Here, call this guy. <laughs> so, oh, dude, that's, 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 the, that's one of the cool things of this industry. That, that makes all the difference, those little details. Yeah, well, I I think there's two aspects of that. Number one, like it's just the right thing to do, and number two, like imagine the guy found out that I knew there was a place in Jersey and I kept letting him come here. Like, and then he hates you. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, <laughs> but it uh, it's it's definitely I I think the industry is going to be this way for a while. Um, and I think that the way that it's growing now, you know, obviously it's growing pretty rapidly, but the way that it's growing as far as um, people that float. For the most part, people that float are the ones that are opening the centers, you know, and that's yeah. that's really important. I don't really, I haven't seen anybody yet that's not really into floating. Um, that's opened up a place. I've had a couple, like uh, chiropractors, kind of like inquire about it for their like practice, um, but a lot of them get turned off quickly, and and that's it. They're they're done. Um, meanwhile, if they were to get in the tank, they probably would would open up. <laughs> you know, they would they would put a tank a tank in their uh, in their office. Yeah. So the only the only thing I've heard of with float centers is uh, now and then you'll hear of a story where like the person working the desk didn't really understand like all floating or whatever, but uh, that's pretty rare too. Yeah, it is. Uh, Most of the time, people are like, "If you're working here, you're floating, or you at least get it." Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's that's kind of one of the one of the requirements that we have too is like, listen, you get you have to actively float. You can't float. I've floated once or twice and like it, like. You want to? I want you to actively float, as in, like, hey, do we have any openings today, boss? Can I hop in? Like, I want them to come to me and say that, you know? Um, that, yeah, that's like a must. We at Zen, we we just we tell our employees that. I mean, first off, we hope that they love floating, but we it's like you got to float once a month. So I mean, you got to understand this, and you got to just yeah. the the way it is. I hate to say you've got to because we want people that really want to, but um, it's yeah. just like you got to use your product. You got to be a customer too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's why I drink when I'm at the bar. It's you know, 
That's why I have a beer every now and then. You know, what am I going to do? Sell that's it? Why I get totally hammered at the bar. <laughs> no, I, those days are long gone, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, those days are done. Um, but, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's really great, man. I really, like I said, I really appreciate you writing the book and getting it out there. And just, like you said, it's not even about making money on the book because it's not really, books aren't like that anymore. It's not, that's not the same like it used to be. Um, no, it's not. I mean, it's self-published, so it's cash out. It's just cash I've spent, even the writing, the editing, the content site, the free books. I mean, the everything. Right. There's no money. It's building the ecosystem. And when you read the book, you'll like, you'll be like, wow, this really is getting people into centers. That's awesome. It's yeah. It's kind of ironic that it. <laughs> the more people now that you know, so many more people are going to read the book now than than would have. Uh, like you know, maybe ten like ten years ago, because like you could self-publish it, put it on the internet, and you could put it on you know on Amazon. Um, but there's not; it's hard to make money now. <laughs> like it's kind of it's, it's weird. Like you get more people to read the book, but you don't really make what what people thought you used to make on books. Yeah, it's probably like like music. At one time, if you had an album, you were making a bunch of money because it was impossible to go make an album, and now everyone's kid and neighbor has an album, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to go on tour. That's it. That's the only way they make money anymore. Yeah. So when are you, are you good? Do you plan on going on tour? Are you going to go coast to coast? <laughs> no tours for meet, me. To, coast to coast meet and greet. That'd be great. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you, uh, I, I think I had mentioned it before. I'm not going to be at the conference. Um, oh, sad, man. yeah, it stinks. It's just, it, you know what it is? My, my, my partner Hardy really wanted to go. And uh, just logistically, one of us really should stay stay at home base and kind of you know make sure everything's all good. And yeah. um, you know, and scheduling wise for me, it's tough. You know, I've I've you know a three year old and a lot of responsibility as far as work goes. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of said, you know, I had, go enjoy yourself, meet everybody, say hello, learn some things. So he'll be out there. He's actually going out there for like five or six days. Um, cool. So yeah, he's really he's really taking advantage, you know, and, and just taking his dear sweet time. So, uh, but That's I'll be. Yeah, stakes I'm not gonna be able to hang out with you again, man. Enjoyed hanging out with you last year. Yeah. So, but uh, it's so nice seeing everyone in person. Yeah, it really is, man. And uh, just when you walk into that giant conference room, and it's just like filled with everybody that has the same idea. I know. You know. And it's like the people. I mean, these people are the most peaceful, happy, content people anywhere, and it's all in one room. Everyone's just hanging out, peaceful and happy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So I'm sorry I'm not going to be there, but, uh, you know, like I said, I'd show Hardy a good time. <laughs> Take next, him out. Next, <laughs> next time. Yeah. Be sure yeah, to have sure. him come say hi. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He's going to, uh, I think he made it a point. He really wants to say hello to everybody. So, and especially after he, he opens his bag and sees that book, he'll probably find you and give you a hug and, you know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you guys are going to have a great time, I'm sure. Yeah. And learn some stuff and give everybody books, which is amazing. All right, so I'm a little nervous. We'll see how it goes. No, nah, it's gonna go great, dude. Like I said, at least 50 reviews by the end of the weekend. I guarantee it. My wife was telling me she's like, you do this with everything you do. She's like, you you put everything you possibly got into it. You're confident, and then it, right when it's getting ready to launch, you like start to second guess yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I do. I think it's, it's only natural, man. I I I had the utmost confidence when I was building my my home office, and then you know as it was getting going, like. And the first couple of people came out. I'm like, "What am I doing? Did I? Did I? Why did I do this? Like, look at the look at this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I totally you, get that. You know. But uh, shortly thereafter, it was like, "I'm I'm glad I did that. That was great. So I'm sure that you're gonna have that feeling very soon. Thanks, man. Yeah, man, for sure. 
So I'll let you run. You probably got some uh, probably got some baby duties to attend to. Do you hear the baby? <laughs> Why? Oh yeah, he's crying. Yeah, I just heard him. No, he's fine. My wife's here, so. Oh, all right, he's cool, okay. cool. All right, man. You go. Uh, like I said, we were uh, talk about floating a little bit before we went on the air, and I was mentioning that a lot of times I'll I'll just hop in for like a fifteen, ten or fifteen minute float, just kind of like a quick reset. And uh, telling you, man, hop on it, chain, give it a shot. I've never done that. I'm going to seriously try it. Part of me is like, oh, I need more time to settle in, but I've never tried otherwise, so we'll see. You know what? I actually got that suggestion uh, from Jeremy <laughs> from uh, the Escape Pod. Oh, dude, I love Jeremy. Oh, he's a great dude, man. Great dude. He, uh, yeah, But he tells me, he's like, yeah, I'll hop in the morning sometimes just for, he said just sometimes for a minute, just to kind of like <sighs> take a second and then kind of hop out. He goes, even that really helps. And, you know. I'm convinced your mind, like that state of float, you know what it's like to feel that way. And, and it's like you, it's like a, it's like the environmental trigger when you're in, you're like, you remember, you relive it. So I, I bet you for a floating veteran hopping in would just re-trigger that. And you're like, oh, float tank. Wow. Float. Environmental trigger. What a yeah. perfect way to put it. Because your body knows what to do. I mean, you know what it's like to float. So getting in there probably just activates it in you. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The only time I haven't experienced that when I recently when I floated um, is when I floated in the new float rooms at the new spot, just because it was just a new floating area. Um, yeah, but I got used to it pretty quickly. <laughs> it didn't take all that long, but you know, it didn't happen right away. That happened with when I first built my tank. It was like uh, I was still like, okay, is everything good? Is everything? Yeah. All right. Am I getting enough air? Then, you always yeah. have your eyes open looking for something. You want it's pitch black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all right, brother, you go. Uh, you go enjoy your day. Well, thanks, Tom. We'll we'll miss you at the conference. And thanks for having me, dude. I love I love chatting with you. So anytime. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like I said last time, guys, I'm really gonna try to put more out. It's been super busy, and I apologize for it. But uh, I'm gonna get some more out. I promise you. Um, everybody, enjoy yourselves at the conference. And, uh, you know, make sure you give Shane a big, a nice big five-star review on Amazon uh, before hey, the only, end of the conference. Only if they feel it's five stars. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I apologize for that. Yeah, you know, check out the book. And, uh, you know, when you got a couple hours sitting in the sun relaxing in Portland, check out a couple pages of the book and then go online and talk about it. Nothing I would love more than anyone who has any interest in the book or the stories or feedback, even if it's like, dude, your book is okay or it sucks or I like this. I don't like this. I love talking about it. So come up and say hi. Uh, dude, you're going to have such a busy weekend. You think you're busy <laughs> now with your, with your uh, two-week-old baby? Holy mackerel. <laughs> Two-week baby and 500 post-its. It's uh, going to get busy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you better, you better rest that hand up. Soak it some Epsom salt. <laughs> yeah, just go soak my hand. <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I look forward to getting a, a nice copy of the book. Thank you again. I'll be sending it tomorrow. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, you got it, brother. Everybody, thanks for checking out the, uh, Flowcast. I'll, uh, I'll be back again soon. Take care, friends. Bye. Adios.